Hello everyone. My name is Harit and I am here to talk about butterfly cocoons. Now butterfly cocoons is a very interesting concept. How many of you here know about butterfly cocoons? Guys, is this how you've been starting your speeches so far? Well, you are in for a treat. Welcome to another episode of Talk Your Way Up, a platform where you become a better speaker. Hello and welcome back everyone. Did you know that hummingbirds have amongst the shortest attention span in the animal kingdom? But I think humans aren't really that far behind. Especially in a digital world with so many distractions, keeping someone engaged even for a minute is a Herculean task. Try asking a teacher and they'll tell you how hard it is. And we expect a large group of audience to sit through and listen to our entire speech and God forbid if it's a technical presentation. But I don't blame them. If I just had a busy day with a bunch of mundane meetings and a guy comes up and starts giving a lecture on butterfly cocoons, I too would lose interest. You know what? You have less than a minute to hook the audience to your speech and if you fail to have a good intro, the rest of your delivery won't even matter and you might as well speak to a flock of hummingbirds. So today, Harith and I will take you through some interesting tried and tested ways of starting a speech. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm just picturing us giving a presentation to a group of hummingbirds. What is it? Pride of hummingbirds? Uh, I think a charm of hummingbirds. Charm, man. I'm just picturing me giving a speech to a charm of hummingbirds. Guys, listen. Okay, 10 seconds done. Okay, guys, listen. But anyway, uh, but yeah, uh, I know that when we craft our speeches, we typically spend a lot of time focusing on intro. We try a lot of permutation combination and we try and figure out the best possible punchy intro. And uh, yeah, I think you made it clear why intro is like really, really important. What do you suggest is... A small step up from what we showed in the beginning. What is What will be a small step up from that? How can we typically start a speech? Uh, you can't go wrong with quotation, statistics or a fact. I mean, if you have nothing else... Oh, right. That's a classic. Uh, preferably something people uh, would not have heard of and something that is surprising. Uh, Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong with that. Although it has become sort of a cliche these days, everyone starts with a very famous quote, but uh, it still manages to do its job of uh, grabbing the attention of people. Yeah, and it's definitely a step up from the mundane presentation uh, that we spoke about. And yeah, it's a classic. I think quotes are typically a classic. If, if you can search up and find a very powerful, impactful quote relevant to the topic you're discussing, it can really hook an audience. Or even statistic, uh, right? If we can reach, I, I think the whole point of statistic is to start a blog article or a speech yeah. with it. And we can make statistics interesting by making it sound like a big revelation uh, or asking them a question along the lines of, did you guys know that 20% of blah, 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 or just guess how many chocolates are consumed in India on a given day and just yeah, reveal the statistics. surprising, I think that it does the job. 
yeah 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 surprise is a emotion i think we have to hit uh, i mean it's it's good if we hit in the first minute of this speech uh if if we can surprise the audience nothing like it and sta- statistic does do that like it, it it makes the audience go oh really i didn't know that uh, you know that's the feeling i think statistic right. goes for but to take it a little higher uh, i mean if you if you're tired of uh, going over the same process of having a quotation statistic or a fact for every one of your speech uh, maybe you can step it up by mm-hmm. asking a question instead uh, mm-hmm. usually it's better to have a, tri- a rhetorical question because uh you don't want your audience to shout out answers at you unless that's what your intent is but <laughs> yeah that's what you generally want, yeah. a rhetoric question that allows them to think and give them the time to think and then move on with uh yeah if it's rhetoric you don't really need to give the answer i i'd recommend you don't give the answer mm-hmm. but yeah immediately yeah yeah let them think and something else that's very powerful i think we have given this feedback to a lot of people after speeches i think you recently gave this in one of your evaluations where uh, if if you ask a question that really makes the audience think don't just jump into the content after that pause for like few seconds so that the audience really gets that time to think and ponder about the question you just asked them i think that that pause is very 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 powerful where you give them time to oh okay i haven't thought of that before and then you right, start because question is the best way to engage the audience right but if you don't allow them to answer mm-hmm. it in their minds uh, you're mm-hmm. taking away the attention that or, or rather you're giving back the attention that they gave you so even if you have yeah, two three yeah. questions uh, in a sequence Uh, again uh, it's it's not good to have too many questions one after the other don't bombard them with that maybe ask one or two allow mm. them a few seconds to think mm. and once you uh, once you're sure that okay everyone has an idea of what i'm talking about move on with your uh, content there is a fine line between giving them time to think and making it just awkward silence on stage uh, so if we can strike that sweet spot nothing like it so maybe i think just 3 seconds 3 to 4 seconds yeah, is not more than that so uh yeah not more than that and uh, and the one thing i really like about question is as soon as you start you are engaging the audience to be part of the presentation it's it's not like you and them it's like this is a question let us ponder about this together and let me take you on a journey wherein we try and figure out the answer to that question uh, it's like you make the audience a part of your presentation or speech and i think that's what makes a question so so powerful yeah absolutely yeah and uh, there are a lot of instances which i can think of even now where a lot of great speeches have been started with questions a lot of world champion and i i typically like question is my go to for impromptu speeches if i uh, i don't have time to prepare and i'm just given a topic on the spot if it's jam uh, i used to take part in a lot of jam contests back in school okay or table topics in those masters or improv comedy questions like very good because it number one gives me time to think uh, and uh, because it you have to pause after you give a question and uh, plus i'm involving the audience as soon as i start uh, it gives you time to get adjusted to the stage uh, as well right and without seeming like you're taking your time to think yeah yeah exactly you can just dive right in and 
and you seem more confident because you're asking a question it's, it's not that common wherein you engage the audience uh, using a question so it's very very powerful uh, but yeah uh, so one more step higher so we covered quotation and a statistic uh, as the first tactic second ask a question but yeah if if you want to take it one notch higher uh, i think and because this is your favorite way of starting and probably mine too i think my second favorite way of starting um which is what imagine make your audience imagine your setting allow them to uh, explore be a part of the world that you are going to create mm-hmm. i mean i've seen you do this a lot of times so i don't know you say it's your second favorite but um half your speeches start with taking the audience through some cruise ride over uh, i don't know andamans or <laughs> i mean you remember the starting in which we started about butterfly cocoons but just picture this instead if i had just uh, started like this imagine if you're hiking through the amazon with a backpack and muddy shoes and as you walk through you come across this tree branch and you notice this tiny silver speck a small ball and you're curious what that is and that is going a, a beautiful beautiful butterfly is going to come out of that any time now that ladies and gentlemen is a butterfly cocoon so i mean something along that lines uh, i i could have crafted it better but you get the point and maybe i could uh, listen to this speech now <laughs> yeah so you're just taking the audience on this journey instead of saying guys i'm going to talk about butterfly cocoons no but now i am transporting all of us me and you to the amazon rainforest with a backpack and you can picture thick dense forest and you can see the cocoon i bet you guys could literally see the cocoon in your imagination so now i'm invested think, into the whole butterfly cocoon story, story and i, yeah, I have yeah. to listen to the rest of the speech so exactly exactly so it's it's so powerful just just that one word it like like it at least i am sold if a speaker comes and says imagine i am sold i'm like i am going to listen to you no matter what forget my notifications i'm i am going on airplane mode and listening to you right um but yeah it's, it's very 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 powerful just that one word and there is one more counterpart to it um which is what if um what if and imagine i mean uh, i i pretty much put these two at the same level right so it doesn't have to be a single uh, choice that you have to pick while starting you can mix it up yeah, it, yeah i mean it can be a question it can be a setting and and in fact sometimes the best way is to just start with your story so uh, this one time a uh, couple of months back i was uh, giving this speech about leadership styles all right now the purpose was to identify different styles of leadership and see if we have experienced any of that uh, personally and and honestly it's it's kind of a boring topic to talk about uh, but uh, my first instinct was again uh, since i couldn't find any uh, story setting i thought okay let's always go to the backup quotation right and i i thought of a few quotations the first thing that came to my mind some leaders are born some are made and the rest are chosen so i figured i'll start my speech like this oh wow okay. it seemed good but at this point i realized why don't i just start with the story itself and not the quote 
uh, which is what many people do and it, it works right off the bat narrate your story but make sure it, it's not uh, too revealing right in the uh, beginning this is what i did right <clears throat> just to uh, give you an ex- excerpt and the winner of this year's house cup is house red we would like to call the captain of the house to come and collect the trophy i was sitting on the ground with my team holding our house flag as i heard the announcement i stood up as everyone cheered handed over the flag to another and walked towards the podium in utter disbelief still in my dusty white shirt and shorts having played tug of war just a while back lifting the house cup was not something i had envisioned 6 months earlier at the beginning of my 8th grade when i became the youngest house captain of my school holy shit that was the starting of your speech god very 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 effective man it it, it did make a big difference i mean uh, i like the fact that you gave the example of uh, you coming up with the quote first and then deciding to go ahead with this uh but yeah it it makes such a big difference this is just uh, an extrapolation to imagine because you're again taking you're starting by taking the audience on a journey which again like we discussed Correct. is very impactful um and yeah we have done that a lot of times and if you've noticed uh i was just recently going through a lot of ted talks and i was trying to analyze what is it that makes ted talks give me goosebumps like sure these guys really know their stuff but most of them start off with a story a lot of ted talks uh, if if you just browse through them i mean so clearly that's worked and uh, it's it's a very tried and tested method but, but what constitutes a story harit like uh, is there some thing that we can identify like okay we can't narrate the whole story but uh, maybe in the first paragraph maybe the first minute what does a story require to uh, be passed off as a good intro and still a story Right, right. Uh, so there is a classic here, which I'm sure most of you will be aware of. If you're starting a story, uh, now just imagine all the folk tales and panchatantras that we used to listen to when we were kids. Right? What is the first line? Once upon a time, in a deep wood in ancient India, there lived a great king named Bharadwaj. I mean, uh, I'm I'm not sure there's a king called Bharadwaj, but you get the point. most stories start like once upon a time uh, in a small village there was a farmer called ramu right we've all heard those stories uh, which is a classic now i'm not saying start your speeches with once upon a time but this starting uses three elements it's called character stamp time stamp and place stamp and which i think is a great intro to a story now character stamp is who's the protagonist introduce the protagonist time stamp when is the story happening place stamp where is the story happening so again repeating that once upon a time so that is the time stamp which or a long time back which is a time stamp in ancient india or in a small village which is the place stamp there lived a small farmer called ramu which is the character stamp so that one line has all these three stamps um now that if we transpose to today you can start a speech like uh, let's say you're telling a story of you when you were a kid yeah so when i was 9 years old on my way to school right which could be the starting of a story so i am the character that's the character stamp i was 9 years old so that's the time stamp 
and i was on my way to school so that is the place time basically allow your audience to know who who you're talking about uh, when this event is taking place and where and that should talk uh, exactly it. and right not i mean this is a three part series that uh, we're going to cover uh, while we discuss about the intro in this episode we will also talk more in depth about all these uh, three stamps for a story in our next episode uh, dedicated to storytelling and later we'll also tell you how to end a speech which is just as important as starting yeah yeah Before we wrap it up for today we have one more way in which you can start a speech just one more and um, so when we first got into our company uh, we were so we were basically consultants which means we have to face clients very often and within the second week of our job they put us in this thing called consulting development program where a lot of consultants from US came and they were training us on a, through a boot camp So this one guy his name what was his name uh, Kenneth is it yeah Kenneth uh, he came and this is the first class so he walked into the room everybody's busy nobody cares much about this they're looking into their phone whatsapp talking chatting Kenneth came he stood in front of the entire audience and he just stood there and he looked at every single one of us for a good 15 seconds 15 seconds later phones in people's pockets and everybody in the room is looking at Kenneth and all he had to do was just stand there in silence with strong eye contact dude that was so powerful if you can grip an audience with pure silence that exudes confidence like yeah, nothing I, I remember and i i think this is uh the most powerful and riskiest way to start the speech if you can pull it off it's it's fantastic but there's very good chance that we may not pull it off and that's not good right so it's a risky uh way of starting but uh, for those who have tried this and those who can do it it is fantastic for, for instance uh, uh mohammed katani's world championship speech in 2005 is a great example he started off with a gesture so i i, I won't reveal what he did because uh, watch it and you will be surprised but the point is that when we say silence it does not mean standing still and staring at the audience no silence can be like it can be enhanced much more by uh, your body language your gestures and basically goes to show that words is not the only way you can convey a message so that that's where the risk comes in right if you're standing still silently no it won't work but while being silent you still have to use those few seconds on the stage to convey a message through your body language and eye contact is a great way to, uh, to differentiate whether your uh, silence approach works or fails and uh, as i'd like to call it uh, eye contact is the bridge between nervousness and confidence very true very true yeah to sum it up you can start a speech with a quote or a statistic which is a classic um you can start a speech with a question or a, a even more powerful ways a rhetorical question or you can start with the magical word of imagine take them on this journey or just come up on stage and say what if or you can start with a nice personal story that starts with a character stamp time stamp and a place stamp or just come up give strong eye contact 
and stand in silence any of these tactics is pretty much assured to get the audience attention within the first 1 minute now we just talking about the first 1 minute that's it you've hooked the audience they are with you on this journey and they want to be on this roller coaster ride they are curious where this is going and they want to be with you uh, for the next 10 15 20 minutes which is so so powerful over the next couple of episodes we will cover the rest uh, once you've hooked the audience how do you continue keeping them hooked with a powerful story and deliver a strong punchy conclusion right so my dear hummingbirds thank you for staying tuned for over 20 minutes of this episode and i hope we gave you something to take away oh and we are very excited to announce that our blog with the same name talk your way up is now live be sure to visit gotalkup.com that is g o t a l k u p.com to read more about what we talk in this podcast and on general public speaking and communication skills so thank you for tuning in today and remember you too can talk your way up